What up, the world? This is your man, Jay Lizzie. You're back rocking with the culture here. I got my favorite people in the world. How y'all doing? Great. Y'all good? Yeah. No? You, you straight? All right. In a minute. You know, it's a lot going on in the world today. So I'm going uh, to uh, skip the, uh, the, the, what's that? What do you call those? Uh, How your week? Man, yeah, yeah, nobody care about it, and we're gonna get right into it. So, I'm sure if you even if you didn't see the Oscars, you woke up to several clips, <laughs> several memes, several videos, several pictures, several posts about the Will Smith Chris Rock slap. Um I'm gonna let you all dive into it first. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what you all think, and then I'll give my two cents. Yeah, you, you have anyway, no. anyway, double jump on into this thing. You know what? Let me pose a question. Let me pose a question. <laughs> when you all first saw it, did you think it was real? No, wait. I thought did, it was a joke. Did, did anybody first. watch it live? Did any of any of you watch it live? Oh, I did. I had the Oscars on. I was in a, a meeting, a bridesmaids meeting. And I had the Oscars on and I kept getting all these texts but I'm like, I'm not really checking them. And then I had the TV pause. So, you know, like with an hour, after an hour, it'll start playing again. Right. And it, it started playing when Chris Rock was up there. So I was like, hold on guys, I'll be right back. I went to the TV, like, wait a minute. And I kept trying to rewind it and I couldn't because you know, I had got to the, right. that, was, yeah. I, that was at the end of where I could go. I'm just like, my Lord, like this don't, it don't fit with what he was talking about. So I don't see the comedy here. I'm like, and he's, he smacked that man. And the fact that Chris Rock was like, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> so, so I saw a clip. So, right. I saw a clip and then I was just looking at like his demeanor and how it went. And it, it sounded to me. It sounded like it was a sound effect to it, but he did have a mic on his chest, so that probably was what picked it up. But for me, initially watching like the first view I saw, it it seemed staged because he was like, "Oh, hey, Richard, how you doing?" You know, and it was like it was kind of playful. And then the way he swung to me, the momentum that it looked like Will brought, Chris should have moved a couple paces back. Like he moved. But it looked like he should have, because he brought it from the from the depths of hell. He brought that hand from way <laughs> back here, and the way he hit him, I'm like, oh, like he it should have he should like it should have happened differently for me. But as I watched different angles, he slapped that man. He he definitely slapped that man. He was my struggle with it, the fact that like Chris, nobody saw it coming. And the person that was getting attacked didn't even see it coming because he kept his hands down the whole time, which was absurd to me. And mm -hmm. I think what made it look fake, because I feel like the, the slap that Will Smith did was like something he learned on a set somewhere. Yes, it, it looked like, it looked very fake. It it, it 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 looked like is this? It didn't sound fake. No, no, it didn't. And once you saw Chris Rock's response, but like his posture, like he planted his feet. He turned, he pivoted his body and like came through with it all. I'm like, this. this I could tell, I could tell based his voice when he sat down and started yelling. That yeah, made it was real. But he, but he an actor though. Like I've seen him draw from places and do that before. I've seen that wheel. I've 
seen the tears. I've seen that will before. So that part didn't make it real for me. And another thing is that it was a lot of still shots that that, that were posted, and it almost looked like he was like like Chris was embracing the impact, like it, leaning it was, forward it was, into it. He leaned forward, and then he was like squinched up oh. before he came. I so it, I, I, have- I wish I. Could. Go ahead. Two things for that, right? So I I noticed the leaning in, right? Mm-hmm. So to be fair, if you're hosting a show like the like the Oscars, you're probably not expecting someone to come up on stage and assault you, right? Yeah, you so if anything, if anything, the taste out of your mouth. He's probably thinking Will Smith was coming up there to either whisper something to him, yeah, or say something into his mic. Yep. That's what I would assume if I was Chris Rock and I would lean for like, like what you about to say smart to me. Cause I know you about to say some smart shit to me, but instead he got smacked <laughs> Yeah, at a formal event like the Oscars, which no one would ever expect. Now, one thing I can do is tip my hat to Chris. Cause I know he was shocked, mm-hmm. but he kept his composure. Yeah, he did. He stumbled a little bit. That was very like, well, I, yeah. stumbled a little bit, but like oh, the no, fact he that taken, he, he was taken back, the fact that he didn't haul off and and and, and get get with it, turning into a real nigga, a real jiggy with it, <laughs> a nigga real, moment. Yeah, it became a real moment. So I I do applaud him for for you know you know accepting it and and, and just trying to make light of it. That was, uh, you know, it's the greatest moment in television or something like that in history. Yeah, he tried to like yeah. joke through it, but his, he was like, nigga, I just got slapped I on live TV. The backstage action from him. That's what I need. I need to see what happened <laughs> when Chris, walk, Chris Rock walked off that stage. That's what I need to see. He was probably cussing everybody out. Y'all, okay. like, going. Y'all ain't go straight to commercial when you saw me get slapped. You know this wasn't in the script and we ain't practiced that. <laughs> I, I have I have 10 points I don't even know where to start but I think a good starting place or maybe we'll end with that because I want to know how that made you guys feel when you well I guess some of y'all were in disbelief that disbelief basically saying like oh this is not even real I thought it was real from when I saw it from the very beginning and I, I felt very disappointed oh wow like I, I felt that- extreme disappointment all around for the whole. So, um, I didn't. I, to be honest, I'm still on the fence about it being real or not, right? So, <laughs> and the people was like, "Why you don't think it's real?" I said, "Chris Rock got a tour going on right now. Uh, Will Smith just dropped the Bel Air. He got some other, like stuff like this. If you ever pay attention to life, like it's always a, a dramatic situation. But it's something they got." My bad. So it's always a dramatic situation, and it's and then it's something they got going on in the background. You know, what I'm saying that kind of brings light to it, or brings just brings them into conversation. So and for the me, Oscars that's have what been it losing was. ratings over years. Yeah, right? and you know, and it was it was just it it was just a lot for me to accept it because it's like for me it was like you've had multiple opportunities to 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 snap right. You've had. To be honest, if anything, if I would have snapped about anything, it would have been last year, two years ago with the August Alcina situation. Like that would have taken me over the edge and and the joke. People keep saying that, but they also have some type of agreement within their marriage, kind of, which no one. No, I'm just saying, like, like if you're talking about the jokes, right? The jokes, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. If any joke would have took. 
Like, I don't, I don't, I wasn't disappointed. I actually empathized with him. I feel like it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Me and my family have been jokes on jokes on jokes for a month. And now I'm just fed up. This is assuming it was real. That was my thought. My first thought was I'm mad at him or I'm disappointed. It was like, damn, he probably just finally got fed up with being the butt of the joke. I'm definitely disappointed. I think that I have points towards that also. For me, it was just, it, it was, I felt like people are like, celebrities are like media trained, right? So initially Chris, I mean, initially Will Smith like kind of laughed through it. Right, right. When, that was one of my points. When he saw Jada's response, now mind you, <clears throat> excuse me, I think Jada, they, they're friends. They're all buddies. So for me, it was like, your friend who knows what's going on, does he though? Who knows your wife got some some shit going on? She not bald by choice. Does yeah, Chris thinking. Rock know that? Do we all know he, that though? He should. She was very vocal about it. Like the world knows. Jada Pinkett being vocal about it on Red Table Talk don't mean everybody. Because no. a lot of people said that online now that they didn't know that she had alopecia. Right. So, so are we hundred percent sure that Chris Rock knew follow, that? A lot of day to day people who may not follow them wouldn't know that information. But if your friend doesn't know this information, that seems a little odd. Black Hollywood ain't that big. Yeah. And all of a sudden you see someone who's got always had long, nice hair covering her hair up. And now all of a sudden bald. And you think it's okay to make a joke about it. So it's like my homie who knows my problem made a joke about some shit about me or me and my significant other. It's a problem. Now I don't think... I. I'm not willing to say Will was 100% wrong, even though he made a statement and said he was wrong. It was out of line and he was out of place. I don't know if I'm there, but I understand the emotion in the, the in that right. moment. To be Agreed. able to see, he sees her pain on a day-to-day basis. He watched her go through all of this. And then to see her humiliated on a national stage, an international mm-hmm. stage, and mm-hmm. she got to sit there and eat that shit. No, you're not getting away with it. So, a couple points, right? I'm not giving it away, but I read his book. He's very vocal in his book about feeling very much like a coward, right? He feels like he's supposed to and always have his entire life felt like he never stood up when he needed to. He's seen his mom be physically abused by his dad and he never came to her defense. And he's felt mm-hmm. like terrible about that, right? So he's been to therapy and all this other stuff. So that was the first thing that came to mind when I saw him smack Chris Rock. I'm like, oh, this was his his time to not, his chance to not be a coward, right? Because that's how he sees himself, right? On top of that, though, there were probably, I, I said that this morning, there may have been other ways around it, right? He still could have stuck up for his wife in another way. Will Smith is one of the most popular people in the United States. If he had made even a statement saying that what Chris Rock did was distasteful, he didn't like it, he thought it was disrespectful, he could have said Chris Rock knew that my wife suffers from alopecia, yada, yada, yada. That probably would have got a lot of attention as opposed to him going up to smack her. The other issue I kind of have was he laughed about it. But like was laughing, like, oh, ha, ha, good one. Trained. 
you're media I, trained, I get it. right? So you laugh in uncomfortable situations. Uh, uh, yes. Because you don't want to be, you don't uh, want okay. to go, you are always conscious that a camera is on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because uh, it's kind of uncomfortable, but I'm also not going to sit here and grimace. Whereas Jada was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So I got a I got a question for you guys, right? Because I've I've talked to other people about this and they think it was staged as well. I guess what I'm saying, can you really see two black famous actors, the host and the first black, the the Will Smith winning his first or being nominated for Oscar, which I mean he I think he's been he's been nominated before, but winning his first Oscar, right? Representing the Williams family like that. Then they had an entire black producing team. Mm-hmm. You really think they would have pulled that stunt on the first the first Oscars in almost a hundred years where there was an entire black producing team? I don't think so at all. I never. No, no. I don't think it was fake in the least. Bit. I mean, I'm just throwing it out no there for whoever's going to watch this because I want people to like think about that because I've like went back and forth with a few people about this and they're like, oh, this is all stage. And I'm like, I can't really see either one of them agreeing to do something <laughs> like that. It, it. No, it, just look, I, it looks I, bad. When I first saw the clip, because I didn't watch it, that's when I thought, oh, is this a joke? But when I watched the whole clip, oh yeah, yeah I was say it after. <laughs> yeah. On TV, they bleeped out what Chris, I mean, what um, Will Smith was Will Smith, saying. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I when saw, you hear that part, when I saw yeah. the clip online of what he really said, it's like, nah, that's not, I don't right. know how anybody could reasonably, rationally say this was fake. Right. And keep in mind the value of it. You got two men who are at the top of their game. Right. They don't, they're going to sell out regardless. Keep in mind, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett were two of the several black people who boycotted the Oscars years ago for not being included enough Mm -hmm. or not having enough black representation at the Oscars. And now y'all there, do y'all really think they will pull a stunt like that to kind of set us back once we've made such an uproar about it? I just so don't. Here's, here's my issue and why I was disappointed, right? So everything that you all are saying is why I was disappointed. Like, Oh, me too. Yeah. Why at this moment? Because... Let's be honest, it, 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 it's going to go away, right? Something else is going to be in the media, but it's always going to be associated with your first author, Quest Love winning, the first Black production, the first Black director. It's always going to be associated with all of that. And for me, it's like... Everything about this show. For me, it's like, yes, it could have been a straw that broke the camel's back. That's very much possible. But... Was it though? Like something I mean, I else happened. Like well, wait, but wait, but let me just say, I think that it had more to it. Like something happened that day, that week, with what she may have been dealing with, Is or something. something more, to me, to me, not to be wrong, but it, to me, it seems like it was more, more to it because. Yes, you know, like you're, you all said that he's media trained, and that's probably why he tried to laugh through it. But when he turned and saw her, because she was immediately disgusted, like she didn't try to laugh right. through it at all. When you saw the camera, she rolled her eyes and everything. But Will initially tried to laugh through it. So I don't know if that was like media training or if he thought that it was 
Because, you know, they, they, comedians joke about people. You know, they joke about what's going on. They, they try well, to make Snap light of things. Has done. You know, they serious. Yeah. He, so, yeah. So, people, they make light about things similar. that are serious. Like, I, uh, I think uh, uh, on uh, Shannon and on Sharp and Shannon show, he said he was talking about how comedians used to back in the day make uh, fun of disabled people, which, of course, that's what well, we, you can't do that. And that's like, that's, you ain't right. doing that at all. But, you know, they used to go very far back in the day. So they made light of, they tried to make light of, of a lot of serious situations to try to, you know, get you past them. So for me, it's like, it's not, I'm sure it's not the first time because they started rolling clips of how, you know, he's always made comments about her, you know, about her, about anybody else or whatever the case may be. And who? Chris Rock? That's Chris Rock's comedy. Like, he's going to possibly hurt someone. Yeah, he talks about people. Yeah, so to me, it's like... The Oscars that he hosted. Yeah, he did. They ran that clip back. But my question was, if was he really laughing through it because of the media training or was he brushing it off like whatever it's one of those things whatever the case may be and now to to hear what Aaron said about how he looks at himself in from his book when he turned and saw her and she wasn't she wasn't laughing, wasn't laughing. was it a now nah, I gotta do something this is my hero moment I'm about to defend my wife I and I, I sat there and laughed tried to laugh it off but she's not laughing it off with me because which you have to take, huh? So I, yeah, so I gotta you, get up and smack this nigga because he just embarrassed my wife. Because you gotta, I, I, I don't know what happened in his mind in that split second, but I would assume he took into consideration, you know, everything the 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 mass of the uh, of what was happening that night. You know what I'm saying? It was a big occasion. You know, you had a lot of black people in the forefront. It was a lot of things going on and you've been like your whole campaign since you turned 50 was about positivity, love and light and all this other stuff. And that one moment for me was just like this this is really you. So, so, no, it's not really not, not I'm not saying that it's, it's him or it's not him, but it's something more. For me, it's something more. Like it's, it has to be something more that, and it could not be. But for me, I feel like it's something more that happened for that man to snap that way because he walked I mean, up and he, and then he turned around like, and, and, and then kind of went. I don't know, I don't know. But let me show you all this this, this picture of what I, like I saw. Happened. Yeah, like nothing happened. But let me show you all this picture. Same to do. Let me show you all this picture of uh what I saw. And he also said at the end of his apology that he's a work in progress. I mean, we all are, right? I mean, st- stuff happens, but... I mean, bottom line, I feel like that was... And when I say Strider broke camel's back, I feel like it was just an emotional response. At Wait, some point, okay. whether it was based on something that had been going on, based on seeing her expression, like... I was emotional for sure. Can you offer it? Well, it wasn't like he sat there and thought. Yeah. Of, I don't think he sat there and thought about it. I think it was like a reaction, an emotional can you, reaction. Can you all see this picture? Yeah, right. mm-hmm. I saw this earlier. It looked okay. like this man. It looked like he's bracing for impact. I, no, but, I agree with. I, like, I yeah, I saw that yeah. totally different. Like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, leaning oh, forward like expecting Will Smith to put his hands on you on national TV in front mm-hmm. of all them white people. Right, mm-hmm. right. Either he, either he about to take my mic and say something. Right. But and knowing Will Smith, to be honest, I would have 
probably assumed that he was gonna make a joke back. To, yeah. to be fair, mm -hmm. that's how Will Smith get down. That's how we've all watched him for several years. Will Smith makes. I mean, he used to battle rap. He had his own TV show where all he did was make fun of people. To be honest, his whole like persona is kind of like, oh, if I cap on Will Smith, expect to get capped on back. Mm -hmm. So if I was Chris Rock, I would have been like, oh, you about to come up here and roast me. That guy. Maybe not anymore after all the serious movies, but I'm still talking about he's still like, he's still a funny he's man. Still a <laughs> Kelly who could probably go. Like, you're not going to get one over on him. So let me ask. Uh, let me ask a question now, though. So will this die down? Does this does this does this like what what is this what is it what happens to the culture right is it is it going to affect a lot of the upward movement that we've had is it going to be a you know they can't even write together like what what's going to be the oh, i'm sure that was going to say it already <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it's going to be as much backlash as people think because i feel like there's just as many people who support what he did so yeah, I, I see half and half like, yeah, so I all the comments think, I've seen. I uh, for one for one bad comment, I see another good one. Right. So I, so I think this will blow over. Honestly, I, I got some. And they both apologized. They both said they like. Chris apologized. Yes, Chris Rock said he was out of line. What he did uh, on the show? I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't see that clip. I'm about to read it to you. Oh, he he, as a comedian, he did it too. As a as a comedian, it could be difficult to understand which lines are to be crossed and which lines aren't. Last night I crossed a line and I shouldn't have and paid an enormous price of my reputation as a renowned comedian. Comedy is never about poking fun at or making light of people with major ordeals happening in their lives. Comedy is about using real life circumstances to create laughter and bring light to an otherwise dark world. So that apology to me comes <laughs> off as if he knew. With that said, I sincerely apologize to my friend Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith, and the rest of the Smith family for the disrespect and disregard I display, which was unfortunately broadcast for the world to see. I hope that with time, forgiveness can come of the situation and we can all be better, more considerate people in the end. That sounds like an apology of someone who knew that they might take it too far and took it that way, took it there anyway. So now hearing that i'm thinking they're they're both wrong now okay let me let me rephrase this because michael blackson tweeted something he said the real <laughs> he said basically like the real nigga that should have been smacked was the writer whoever wrote that joke because he said <laughs> they have writers he said they have writers for all of these award shows they've been doing it for years they gave chris rock the material and he delivered so I don't know which one is true. I thought when a comedian gets up there and hosts a show like that, that's their own material. Chris Rock is a very funny man on his own. He don't really need many writers. Sure, I'm, I'm sure he's had them. You can't make me believe that those two men who do not really need much from anybody in their careers at this point, they don't need a co-sign from a soul out here to, to have to do that. I, I, I always way. thought that. I always thought that, but I didn't know they had, you I know, like actual writers writing jokes for these people. 
And Michael Blackson made a comment saying it happens off, like they have writers often for all of these award shows. Yeah, they do. But I feel like that type of moment was something like you look in the audience and you see her there with her bald head and make a joke. Like I don't, I don't know that that was pre-written. That it's like, oh, I see my people. This off the top of my dome, and I don't, right. think, I don't think that he, it was malicious intent. I truly, no, I don't it was just a quick little a snap joke. Mm-hmm. And they didn't take it. Just didn't I mean, he said it. He was like, "Oh, oh, that was light. That was light." He yeah. said he thought that was light because he didn't expect people to be people in the crowd to be like, "Oh, you know, yeah. like that was a bomb joke." Like, like, oh, you could have kept that one. He was like, "Oh, that was light. That was light. Like, I didn't mean no harm by it." But he did you all see um, uh, the the response from Tiffany Haddish? What did she say? She. Uh, they uh, caught her in a red carpet. They caught her a couple of times about a, a lot of things, but they asked her about her response to it. And he, she was like, uh, it was distasteful because when that movie first came out and a lot of comedian, co- comedians were using that joke, it was basically to you know refer to a woman as being homosexual because they were talking about how she cut her hair and how she was trying to act like a man and so on and so forth. So you, it wasn't a, a plaw. It, it was basically you trying to take a shot at a female if you were to call her G.I. Jane or something. I'm glad you brought up hair um, because other people were saying that was very distasteful of Chris Rock to make fun of a black woman's hair, considering the fact that he made a documentary specifically about the issues that women have with with their hair, the documentary Mm -hmm. Good uh, Good Hair. That's a valid point. So like, how could you be that insensitive to get on stage and talk about a black woman's lack of hair? But it goes back to the whole comment that tiffany made about it being like hardy i see my people you know i joke about you all all the time and it's been uh, cool so hey boom 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 you know get a couple chuckles move on through my my, my little set here and I, like i said i don't think he he made uh, malice behind it but it, it just didn't it didn't fall where he I, thought it was gonna lay i think comedians have a different kind of <laughs> and to that kind point. of soul because I wouldn't do, I'd stay away from it. If they, but they really like, my Jeff, people, to your point, we joke with each other, but I don't think like we would ever joke on something that we know someone may be sensitive about. I mean, you think about the stuff you say about your friends. Like if I, and right. this is just honestly speaking, like if you really thought somebody was ugly, you wouldn't call them ugly. But we call our friends ugly all the time, but that's because I know that you're not ugly. So I don't think you're gonna joke on something. That sounds so but, toxic. But this I mean, wasn't the yeah. first ball. And the things that I joke about with you in private, we could have jokes right here amongst ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'd be good to goddamn if you go try to tell those jokes in front of other people. But was this the first time that he made a ball a ball joke about her? I don't think it was. I never, mm. I didn't hear about any other ball. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it was the first time. And, you know, now if it was his, if it was his first time and he was just shooting a shot, like, oh, I mean, you know. He's we clowned her before. Of... So that clip from 2016, when they were boycotting the Oscars, he was basically clowning her like, oh yeah, Jada Pinkin is uh, boycotting the, excuse my dog, boycotting <laughs> the um, Oscars. And he was basically like, in order for you to boycott something, you had to be invited first. That ain't about her. That ain't about nobody. No, I'm not talking about the Oscars. Either. I'm talking about just in, in regular comedy. I, I'm, I'm thinking he's he's made a joke before, but 
Hey, I got a quick question. So I'm I might be a little left with this, but it's a few black famous women that wear that hairstyle, like that extremely low cut, right? Mm-hmm. They are of darker skin complexion. Nobody says anything about it. So why do do you think it was the friend connection? Why he felt comfortable saying it, or people don't? What do you mean? They don't say anything. I'm, I'm just saying, like, like I guess what I'm saying. He knew who to pick. He knew who to pick on. Is what I'm saying. I just mm. think she was sitting in the right seat at the right time. It was just yeah. a joke. Mm-hmm. And I think the issue is that she's not ball by choice. Right. Well, yeah. So right. those women choose to wear that cut because that's what they choose to do. Her situation is yeah. different, and she just happened to be sitting in the front little couch. Mm-hmm. He came out, saw her cracked his joke, went on about, was about to go on with his little set. And got caught out here. Sean King posted something, right? And he was saying how all day long he's gotten both sides of the story, right? So he was saying, um, some people are very particular one thing and another person sees something totally different. He said, one, I see friends of mine calling Will Smith a coward and calling his slap against Chris Rock a cheap shot that Chris never could have expected. Two, I see friends of mine hailing Will Smith as courageous and celebrating him for stepping up to defend his wife. Another one is I see people, I see people saying this is exactly how we should protect black women. And I see people saying that this is precisely the wrong way and worst possible way to protect black women. Then it says some people say um, that he should have known that Jada had alopecia. And then some other people are saying, I see people who spoke to Chris who said he had no idea whatsoever and thought it was just a new short haircut that she liked. Another one says, I see people saying that they're proud of Will and the other one saying that they're deeply disappointed. I've seen these both both sides of this all day long. Yeah, all day long. But let's- I will, so I got that. I want to backtrack what I said earlier. I got that message um, that that was, what's his name's apology? I'm not 100% sure that that was the case. Somebody mm-hmm. made wrote that. Uh, first of all, them apologies, their publicists, I think, wrote that. I was like, you got to get this out in less than 24 hours. No, but I just don't know if it was a... Um, like a fake post. Yeah. Oh, oh, got you. You didn't see it on Chris Rock's page, technically. Not correct. Right, got you. I mean, I, I, I definitely want to see, like, I, I need him to surface and... Say something. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I really want to see him. But now the longer you're silent, it makes me think that you did know. Because guess what? If I, if it was me, the first thing I would have said if I was Chris Rock was like, I mean, my bad. I didn't know she had alopecia. I'm just made, I'm just doing this for comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of feel like don't fan the flame because he chose not to press charges. They said the LAPD said he was like the mm-hmm. incident they yeah. investigated. He chose not to press charges. Um, I think it's kind of just like let it die down because there's no value. He was the victim here. What are you gonna do? Go on a, a tour talking about his friends, talking about these people? Yeah. It's not I, it's just for me, I don't see the value in even addressing it. We all I think that's probably why Will didn't speak directly to that when he said what he said too. Like it's like don't don't keep talking about it specifically. Speaking of how is everything is being overshadowed, I didn't know uh, 
Samuel won his first Oscar last night. See, yeah. and that was another yeah, one of my points. Man, he, they gave him an honorary Oscar. I mean, that's another one of my points. It was so many positive things that happened in that show, and now all people are talking about is an altercation between two black men. Nobody is recognizing and Quest Love one for the documentary was presenting for. That is huge, but don't nobody care about that. <laughs> I the first time they had an all black production team. This is this show is known for like I was about to say white supremacy, but I didn't I don't mean it that way. But favoring white art, they're yeah. known for favoring white art and white art only. I don't know how many Academy Awards Meryl Streep won. Like they talked about this for years, mm-hmm. and it's like the one time black people get that time to shine, right? And Will Smith was boycotting it years ago, and now and now you won your first one, and now to be honest, it sounds like they might. They, they could snatch it if they wanted to. They said they're meeting. I read something that said that they're the Academy is- Bylaws on what they think is appropriate and what's not appropriate. Because it's think. not like this is a people's, this is not a people's choice award. So if they, if they decide like, oh, this does not go along with what we stand for, then they could snatch that award away. Here's my struggle when I saw a lot of people talking about it. It happened. A lot of black people, I think that we all to our detriment sometimes when something happens in the black community, we all take the heat for it. Just like you see something on the news, it's like, ooh, I pray they're not black. I hope they're not black. And I don't think mm-hmm. white people or other races deal with stuff like that. And no, I, think I really don't believe that. I feel like in this situation, people are looking at it and responding in a way. It was like, man, what's that going to do for us as a people? That shit was between two men. That okay. Happened. That you're that right, part. but I'm not going to lie. I am, I am one of those people because I... I know how we're viewed. I know, but I, I hate that because I feel like the more we continue to think that way, we keep perpetuating it and letting them continue to view us that way and mm-hmm. saying, oh, well, we got to act accordingly because they view us that way. Like, we just have to, just like y'all were saying, other races don't do that. Like, it's just two men fighting or it's just two women arguing or it's just two whatever, whatever. The more we keep saying, yeah, because Black people did this and Black people did that, like we're just playing into the narrative by repeating it that way and allowing them to keep talking about it in that way. Correct. I hear you. I just feel like we always give them what they expect out of us either. It's not our job. Like, I'm an individual. It's not my job to cater to you and what you think. Like, I don't speak for my race. I happen to be Black. I can't speak for all black people. And just because I'm black don't mean that that person over there can speak for me. And I think it's pretty fucked up for me to have to step and fetch it for white people because, oh man, well, they might might think or they might look at my race like that. Why am I really trying to appease these people? Right. That's bananas to me. That part. Well, what I was going to say is that Yes, what that fact is very much a fact. However, it—that's the world. Unfortunately, that's the world we live in. Like somebody had made a statement that black people have to be not perfect, but perfect, 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 perfect Better. every time they 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 present themselves. Every time they step out and step up for anything, we got to be, you know, the best of the best of the best of the best to get any type of notoriety, light shined, or any 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 step up or any door open, we have to be better than the best. 
Correct. It's still not an equal playing field. So, 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 with that being said, it's kind of like I get what you're saying. It shouldn't be that way. He should be able to be that. It should be looked at as just two men, you know, in the altercation. But unfortunately, the world we live in is not going to be like that. And every time a, a black person on this type of a stage or in the limelight does something negative, it's always looked at as black people. You are. You are. I can. You absolutely. You absolutely right. And and why would I want to appease someone who says, "Hey, because Will Smith out here cold smacking niggas in the face." I think <laughs> I think Tiffany is gonna be out here smacking people. But here's the problem: they're not gonna say it to you. Agree with they're you, not. I agree with what they're not gonna say it to you though. They're not going to say it to you. It's just going to be like, oh, we're not going to invite or we're not going to do this. We're going to now shut well, this down. Or we're... You, See, <laughs> I look at this totally different, right? Until I'm it affects you personally. Like, I'm not looking at it like, oh, appease, appease these white people. I'm looking at it from the other standpoint, like don't give them the negative responses that they expect from us already. Not like, oh, let me not... What? Not be a nigga and go smack him because it's going, these white people going to look down on me. They already look down on you, which is why I say don't go smack him. People have, like, I understand that everyone thinks that, like, you're always supposed to be perfect. And you're always supposed to enter the world and know, do the right thing. Sometimes people fuck up. We are all emotional beings. And sometimes people can have an emotional response in the moment. They feel a way. And they act on those feelings. And that is okay. He That's human. Exactly. We are all human. Motherfuckers can't be perfect all the time. I right. absolutely granted, agree with that. And granted, though he did do this on a main stage and the world was watching, he just had a nigga moment. He had a, he had a moment where he had an emotional response and he felt he needed to protect his wife. That's it. Mm -hmm. that's that's all like it's not so, like oh, okay man, then again getting invited to no more oscars we not gonna oh man look look how this make black people look look how it made him look that's oh, okay. it i got a question for y'all then so since yeah it came off as him protecting his wife but in the end is it really protecting her because now she's getting a ton of backlash also she already been getting talked about but so, now it's like 10 times worse Okay, here's here's the thing. I I personally think um, it's weak niggas out here who keep bringing mm -hmm. up that August Alcina thing. It's it's like a lot of bitch made men in this world because they keep thinking mm -hmm. about what if it was me and how they will react. Exactly, because yeah. if they listen to the interview, I do believe that she said that they were in a space in their their marriage where they they didn't think they were gonna be together. Mm hmm. The paperwork just wasn't filed. So they were operating in a world where you- Where they were single. Right. right. They were so, separated. But, yeah. but nobody yeah. talks about that. Everybody's like, he mad, she been embarrassing him because he, he got on that show, sat down and talked about this whole thing with her. She gave him the out because he talked about it later. He was tired. That's why his eyes was red. He wasn't crying. This happened years ago. He wasn't crying. He said, I could have re-recorded it, but I was like, ah, oh, nah, it's cool. But not everybody got this narrative, this this strong black man on TV crying. No, he wasn't. He said he was tired. 
You don't think mm-hmm. he got some say in what comes out? You think she forced him to sit down in that I, chair? I, that I agree with that. Yeah. I, I, first of all, yeah, I know for a fact that she just didn't go over his head and was like, oh, this is about to be the show and put him on the spot. No, she ran this by him first, probably. Mm-hmm. She had a conversation about it and he chose to engage, but niggas want to start yeah. talking about it and she embarrassing you. But they were separated. We know we know her dirt because it came out because a nigga ran his mouth. Mm. His dirt probably hasn't come out because a woman ain't gonna say nothing. Because mm. she gonna be looked at as the hoe in the situation. And, and she gonna get dragged. Because look at right. it. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like in that whole situation, August was the bitch. <laughs> he wasn't nobody even talking about you like why are you talking about her it happened it was in the past you you was the the entanglement whatever you wanted to call it talk about your business if a woman did that you know how many people how many men would have jumped down her throat she went yeah. by the whole hole talking about it now? until she was 70 they right. still be calling she, her a hoe. she could be so accomplished she could be michelle obama and it's still gonna be michelle obama with an asterisk but she a hoe <laughs> you're right so i'm saying niggas are, i'm just saying niggas are weird to me they are very much so weird because everybody all they can say well he wasn't doing this when august alcina was a factor because they weren't together at that time mm. I think a lot of men put that they put themselves in in his shoes and was saying, oh, that's something I couldn't stand for. There's no way in hell I'd agree to something like that. Men also are more emotional when it comes to something like that, right? Being cheated on infidelity. That's something they emotionally but we'll do it at the drop of a hat. Huh? But we'll do it at the drop of a hat. Right. So, it's, so it's, basically it's, what I'm saying it's, it's, is it's not emotion. It's not right. much emotion involved. It's more so pride. Like it's more so I, I can't. It's pride not an emotion though. But it's not like my feelings. You're right. It's not like uh, I'm this sad I mean. or it's not like it's not like I'm hurt. It's like I'm about to cry. It's more so just I'm prideful. I and didn't, I didn't say what kind of emotion. I said I just said they are more emotional when it comes to these things. So to be honest. Well, no, because because both parties are emotional about cheating. So don't they say are, they're more. What I'm yeah. saying is women, women are known to be able to forgive more often, which doesn't forgive. Do they? Hold on. No, no, no. Listen, listen. listen. Does does forgiveness, does it not, or does it um, exemplify some type of strength? If you keep bringing it up, did you forgive me? I, every woman doesn't do that. Uh, We don't know. I I, I get, look. We don't know. I've seen conversations. I, I know what you mean. We, I already know what you mean. Don't, we, we don't know. A woman might bring up that her nigga cheated and they still married 20 years later. She'll bring it up. Did you, did you forgive me? I uh, No, that's not but real forgiveness. I'm, I'm with you. Why, why are those things like... That doesn't mean why, every you, woman you does that, though, Jeff. Right. If you, bring, if you bring it up... Nah. Right. If you bring nah. it up in and if you bring it up in a conversation, if you bring it up, okay, but I'm just making a statement here. If you bring it up in any conversation where we're having an argument or I, I I'm I'm con- constantly paying for it, as a lot of a lot of people do, that's did you forgive me? Yeah, we you still here, but you might be still here because of fact though. 
It is a uh, okay. So, but if you forgave me and we're supposed to be building and moving forward, we you yeah. can't keep you can't keep crucifying me for the same thing because we're not but moving I forward. Agree with you. Understandable. You can't keep using that as ammunition, but I can say, oh yeah, he cheated on me in 1962. <laughs> no, <laughs> because it's just a matter of fact. The motherfucker cheated. So you're saying that the. In what, in what scenario are you saying that you're saying it to prove a point or to, to no, do something to be malice? You're not being like, you could be talking are you about really, really paying for it if she just brought it up in a random conversation? Like, it's say, embarrassing now. It's embarrassed when you did it. Who, who okay. embarrassed by it? She don't care. She's still with that you. don't matter. Listen, she out listen, it, like, yeah, he used to fuck everybody. Yeah. But he, he so still who so embarrassed okay here? You Look, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm against that anyway. I'm not bringing it up in front of nobody because I don't want nobody to know that you used to fuck everybody. You take so your in private. I'm not worried about embarrassing like you. I'm worried about embarrassing myself. <laughs> everybody don't operate in that world, though. Like, I, I'm going to take my L in private. you over there sweating? Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not sweating. No, nobody else needs to know I'm out here being, got, got, I got clown shoes on. That's just being him type thing. All right. But some people that you might, but I, I do agree with him as far. I know where he's going basically though, with the whole bringing up old shit thing. You didn't really forgive somebody if you ain't trying to get past and you keep trying to make them pay for the mistake they made over and over again. So you saying like, Hey, yeah, we'll get past it. Then a week or two later, you get mad about one thing and bring up and yeah, nigga, you cheated. And I forgave you, kind of throwing it up in his face type of thing. That's not real forgiveness, and y'all ain't working towards that. Oh, I mean, I guess my thing is, I I get forgiveness, and I I absolutely think it's necessary, but I also think that it's possible to have conversations and still like I I forgave you for that, and oftentimes I think that people forgive, and those behaviors are still present. So mm -hmm. that's why it'll come back up in another up again. Now that's that's different. Now if you so here, feel like you're wild but, in the streets a year but, later, but but now it's a, but it's, you, look, it's a different conversation. It's a different conversation because now if I'm still doing the same thing I did that you forgave me for, you shouldn't be here no more. You need to make a different situation, a different a decision. That sounds easy. So okay, so again, so now it's so, okay then. So all right, so, so is that real? Is that real love in a, in a marriage? Is that unconditional love that you're supposed to be showing your partner? So so where so where are we at? Right. So you're gonna keep. I didn't change my actions. You gonna keep bringing it up. We keep getting into the same fight. You ain't gonna leave. I ain't gonna leave. Somebody gonna get killed and they sleep. That's just gonna happen. <laughs> no. Like what I, are we doing here? Like it could be somebody a coming up short. <laughs> I think it could be a situation where like, look, this happened in our relationship. I'm working towards forgiving you. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to work through it, but there's going to be times where it comes up. Like that's a huge violation of a relationship. And especially in a marriage, that is an extreme violation. And motherfuckers think that like, well, she said she forgave me today. We should be good tomorrow. Nah. It's so, not a night and day thing. No, I, I don't, it I might don't, take time to get through it. Right. So I, I'm, I'm with you because I, I totally agree with the, the statement you just made, right? I could let my husband know like, hey, I'm, I could let him know, hey, I'm making an effort. It could be months before I actually officially forgive you. 
and decide to completely let this go. But it's, a, it's literally, uh, I'm a work in progress and forgiving you the same way you might be a work in progress to never cheat on me again. Mm-hmm. So that that takes time, but I'm, I'm also, well, I guess I'm trying to be that person too, right? Where when I say I forgive somebody for something, then I try to actually do it or let it go. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, like I forgive you. Like I get it. I under, don't get. Me. I'm the queen. I understand shit happen, and I look. I get it. I understand it all. But sometimes th- things creep back up you in your remind the niggas. <laughs> Sure, but like sometimes it's like things creep back up, right? It might not be the exact same behavior as before. It might not be the same thing, but it's creating that same feeling, mm-hmm. that same distrust that was had in that moment. So it's like, God, am I dealing with the same thing again? And I feel like it's more than fair to bring it up and have a conversation with that man. Hey, I'm having those same feelings again. This is how I feel because you violated in the past. So I got a, now I got a, yeah, I have a good question now. So if those feelings are coming back up for you, do you guys think that just means that's a sign of your insecurity because it happened to you before and you haven't quite conquered that experience and learned to let it go? Or it, do you really think that your, the actions of your partner are responsible for some of the things that you, that you feel? I think it might is there, be is there blame to place on the partner or is it your is it your problem to get through that? Uh, I, I think it may be hard to tell because just like Tiff said, I mean, now you will be able to recognize some of those same behaviors or something that, you know, this looks familiar from last time. Certainly, once you recognize something, then you're going to probably take it to the next level or automatically think something's going on because of the insecurity created from it. So it's gonna be hard to tell which one is taken over and which one is true. They could both be true. Jeff, what you gotta say? <laughs> you grinning ass, you on mute. <laughs> Here's where I have an issue with that. You're talking, you're, we all, you're, you're making statements that, oh, you know, these things are happening that are making me feel X, Y, and Z. What if you, what if you catching this nigga cheating was you just catching this nigga cheating? Like you saw something, something came to you. Not not that she was having all these feelings. This shit just fell in your lap. Boom. Oh shit, this nigga cheating. Oh, so and now no there were no signs. So now we're talking about all these signs that I mean, made you feel thing. like you know how rarely that rarely you Jeff, that actually rarely happens, right? You know there are some actions that people give off or certain vibes. So so let me ask this question. So I, I'm glad you all make that statement. So and and, and this is a question. I'm not, I'm not saying I have an answer or I assume the answer. So when women and if you all if any of you have been cheated on, when you all have had these thoughts or theories and, and you address them, right? Some people may address them. Some people may wait and then get an aha moment. Like, nigga, I caught you. I knew you was doing some shit. Or some people may address them. When you address them and the responses that you get don't seem to be plausible or or whatever, why do you continue to allow a whole host of things to happen after that 
to get to that moment. If, if like this shit is just not adding up, this nigga keep coming home late or different times. I question that he got a, he got an excuse. It don't make no sense to me, but whatever. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'll give him that one. Cool. The next week, this nigga came home smelling like a woman. Like he smelled like a full fledged Victoria's Secret catalog, and it was because he was with X Y Z. His mama, auntie, cousin hugged her real hard. She wore the, the spray, and it was that. That don't make sense. So it's just it's it's, it's one thing after one thing after one thing, and this shit is never it's not adding up. Like it, you're getting constant. Believe it. You know you know what happens. You are denying. I've not listen. I have not caught someone cheating on me however i do know what it feels like to argue with the nigga and still feel like he's lying and i cannot prove it <laughs> so yeah you might let somebody continue on with their actions until you have some proof and then you bring it up at that point my thing is this at this at this age if you're gonna bring something up to somebody be ready to walk away then Cause then what you gonna do afterwards? That's why so many you, women- No, 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 not necessarily because people make mistakes. Not necessarily be like, cause you might be able to work it out. I said, be will, be willing and ready That's what to- I'm saying. Cause if, it, cause, if it, cause if you get the answer that you're looking for, like, oh yeah. Which like, you usually do. If you get the answer that you're looking for, like, oh yeah, yeah. You looking for nigga, nigga here now, not what you gonna do. But you gonna stay, what was the point of even bringing it up? Jeff, you ever argue with somebody where you sit, they're saying hey um like you only going off of their actions and what they showed you you have no proof you have no proof of anything that is not a valid argument you literally aren't doing anything but causing friction in your relationship until but, but, that, or at least it, that's how some women feel no like no they no I, and, I, and i'll give you that but let me ask you a question if you're now because of all this stuff that's making you feel a certain way you're unhappy you're you're it's going to stunt your growth within that relationship you're going to stop doing things that you naturally would have done would have wanted to do so on and so forth because you feel away you feel you, you feel like you're being betrayed you haven't got any truth behind it but you're 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 subconsciously subconsciously you're going to start acting like you responding as if you've been betrayed because you feel this way right so the the, the relationship is going to be stunning it's not going to grow it's going to be we're going to break up different stuff like you're going to get mad about the stuff that you didn't used to get mad about, this nigga gonna come in and he gonna be clipping his toenails on the end of the bed. You didn't like it before. You didn't really say nothing, but now you're gonna come in and cuss this nigga out because you, because yeah, everything now, irritates other, you now. There are other ways to handle things like this in a relationship. You don't always have to accuse someone of something. You you're right. Say, you, can, hey, you can address hey, it. You can address hey, it. These, you, these you're right. certain things that have been happening lately they're they're making me feel uneasy. Like here's what's been the, going on? Talk to me. Here's the question. You can you can approach these things a little bit differently. Here's the question. When you get the answer, right? You get the answer to your question. And if it don't sound like the answer you want, then what happens? Like she said, you gotta be ready to leave. I remember um no, I'm not I'm not wait, but, but before you say that, Sarah, I'm not saying that he gives you the truth, like, oh yeah, I've been cheating. I'm not saying that, that you you like, oh yeah, I've been you cheating on this chick on the side. Like, oh, nothing's going on, don't worry. Yeah, like yeah, hey, oh he give you he give you an answer to every question. Oh, you did X, Y, and Z, it made me feel like oh yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. He give you an answer, boom. The answer is plausible. He give you another answer, it's plausible. But in the, in your heart of hearts, you don't feel that it's the truth. I listen, keep and your you head on the swivel. <laughs> Listen. So you asked your question. You got, you got right. It. You got the answer, whatever that answer was given to you. 
if you still feel away, you you well within your rights to feel how you want to feel. But you make a move when you have proof. If you don't have proof, then you sit tight. So you so know? now, right? So have you ever have you all ever heard the comment when you go looking for something, you're gonna find it? You may not know what yeah. you're looking for. Of but you're going to find the something. shit I ever heard in my life. And I've never understood it, to be 100% honest with Wait, you. Wait, you hold on. Because if nothing is there, if I'm looking for a nigga that's cheating and he not cheating, I'm not finding it. No, you okay. You always find something so, you don't wait, like. Wait, 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 wait. wait. That, that you don't like. Right. And you find something exactly that you don't like and you go... You gonna you gonna check it off as your validation that this nigga was cheating. Prime right. example, I, I, I know somebody that had a female had a female all in the in the text message. He never responded. Girl went through his phone. You you fucking with her. And he still got my, cussed my, out. Yeah, he still got cussed out. You fucking right. with her. Right. Had her on block, unread, all all the shit unread. Never never responded. Still got cussed out. Right. Listen, I'm a firm believer, and if, if you got if you got feelings for somebody, this and this goes both ways. Your feelings, based on whatever you see, might trump some some things. Might trump what's logical in that moment. A woman who sees exactly what you just said, Jeff, right? Mm -hmm. Because now I already know what my response would be if I saw something like that, right? The guy might be like, "Well, I never responded, so what's the problem?" That's the fact. He never responded. My, I might be pissed off anyway because I'm like, why you ain't tell her you got a girl and stop texting? Her? I, I already did, and she still texts me. Right. Well, so why, why, why her number still it? available I, to come through to you? Why you? It can be blocked. You still don't. You still don't receive it messages. Nothing. It can be blocked. Why you ain't say something? You don't receive. You say what? Attention. If it ain't nothing, why you ain't say something? Say what? Hey, hey, boo. This this chick from back in the day keep texting me like what yeah, right don't don't you tell me shit first what, of all don't tell me what? shit like that <laughs> hey, hey boo funny yeah. thing happened to me today yeah that, hey boo and, and hey like, boo i'll be like what's boo. so damn funny because <laughs> it ain't funny and i ain't laughing hey boo thing happened to me today this chick from back in the day just keep texting me trying to link up ha 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 right what's, what's <laughs> funny like, about what's that so damn funny because i left that bitch on red <laughs> and once again, I'd be like, "Why you ain't just tell her you got a girl and stop texting?" I did. She still, she thirsty. I don't know what you want. What, what, I don't know why they out here like that. Once again, I'd be like, "Why?" One, I'd be like, "Why are you even telling me? You should just went on and blocked her, and we could have went on and had dinner." I don't. But Tiffany, Tip, Tiffany said she wanted to know. I, I, I maybe, maybe, I'm I, maybe I, out there right now. Whatever, whatever internet listen, platform this is on, I don't need to know all. Listen, all that. but, but I, what, what if? I, I I'll be that one nigga up late that night at 3 a.m. thinking about all the possibilities and why the hell you told me that in the first place. Because look, because what if, what if it, what if Tiff was the, the last type of chick I dated? So I'm like, oh well, maybe maybe let me try this. Maybe try try telling on myself before it become a situation is a thing. And I come tell you, you know, so niggas learn from relationships. Like, well, maybe this maybe this is something she like. Niggas apply things that they've had bad experiences with with the next person, just like women do the same thing. Yeah. My thing is you should know who you're dealing with, right? So you, know, you should know, like, I'm a tell me, I'm a straight up type person. Tell me what it is. Come directly at me. Don't sidestep me. Like, you come straight at me. Everybody might not be like that. Some women are okay with as long as they don't come to my doorstep. As long as I don't know. I, I ain't say all that. I'm... <laughs> Right. I'm just saying that little, that, that little tidbit that that yeah that thing, a lot of people actually operate in that world yeah that thing I about a girl texting you and you not responding you don't have to volunteer that information mm -hmm. 
I did. I didn't need to know. But see, I go back. But the the story was you felt that something was going on, and the, the thing was, well, I asked my questions. Oh. I got an answer. I don't like the answer, so now I need to get uh get um get evidence, right? So I'm not saying any of you all are the people that go through phones, but people go through phones. So I check the phone first. Mm-hmm. Check the phone to see whatever. I see this, and it's. This this oh I, this is my aha moment. I knew you was out here fucking around because that's what they're gonna take it around with. But you're not gonna look at the fact that I never replied. This is unread, which is the fact part of the of the whole. Thing. Well, I get and but that also goes with what I was saying too. I'm a firm believer in when you go looking for something, you're gonna find it. And that's what I'm it talking about. It might not about. be as bad. It's not gonna. It might not be as bad as but what you thought. It's still gonna hurt your feelings. You're gonna exactly. use it to validate your your you're gonna use it to validate how you feel. It's still and it's still gonna hurt your feelings and you still gonna be pissed about it and hold it against know. that man. I don't know about that. Cause I, I just think that like if I'm looking for cheating and I see that you texting somebody, I mean I might feel away, but it's like that's that's more of a conversation that we can have. That's more of a like, oh man, what are we doing? Well, how you think that conversation gonna go okay, with you telling me to went through my phone? That ain't yeah, that, he, that, he, the conversation cheat, not gonna be about your feelings. But here, here's the thing, though. I don't need to know. Everything ain't for you to know. That conversation is not going to be about yeah, my like, feelings was hurt. You went through my phone? You went through my phone? That's that's where that conversation is going. Yeah. Look at things from both ends because I've actually been uh, accused of cheating and wasn't. So I know what it feels like to be accused <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> really? I, just, I'm I'm just gonna take a I don't think you accuse nobody of nothing until you know for sure. People do it all the time. I'm not saying they don't. I say oh. I'm a firm believer of unless you know for sure, you know to 100%. Because mm. what I can't do in any situation is show up and be like, well, I think this. I'm too mm. logical. Well, what's, what's the evidence for what you think? Mm-hmm. You are. Like, give give me the facts behind what you're saying. So I'm not going to go to nobody and be like, well, I think X, Y, and Z. I will mm-hmm. sit on something for years. I will <laughs> gather information. Like, Dude, that is, just, <laughs> that is torture. It years? Don't bother me. Years with me. Let me explain because something to I'm you. Just like, let me explain like, something to you. You're a psycho. Let, let, <laughs> let me explain something to you. You come to me and hit the, hit me with the Tyler Perry like he did, and what was that? In 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 in, in part two of uh, Why Did I Get Married? When he was like on on February sixteenth, I knew he was dressing a little different. On on, on January 29th, you know, you you came in, you you you, <laughs> woo! And then on on, on December fourteenth, you know, perfume, you I'm start saying, running down that, and you ain't never said nothing. I'm leaving. And you have the potential I'm, I'm, to kill. I'm out the door. Because you're about to kill me. I don't get why that's like that. And you should. You you about to kill me. Like, what? you? So you were sitting next to I me, boiling. I didn't know for sure. You were... Baby you girl. Were, you were sitting next to... You were sitting next yeah. to me, boiling, while I'm asleep. You're boiling because you have all these thoughts running through your mind. You got all this, what you think... Your, your, your mind to create all types of scenarios. It made all types of movies. And you boiling. And I'm sitting over I here boiling. like this. But that's the thing. <laughs> For me, it's not a boil. It's just like, okay, you need to make a mental note of that. Keep that. Okay. That that scene scene blew me away when he was running that down. Like, 
something kind of something kind of light. Yes, I'll make a mental note, right? Or maybe What's I'll light? remember and see if it's like a month from now. What's like uh, a, a light mean? mental note, but some some real serious no. heavy stuff. I see some lipstick on you. I'm not holding on to that for a year. No. Nah. I mean, that's egregious, though. That's obvious. So what's like, something, uh, so Tiffany, what's something that you, you would hold on to for, for like, you would, you would tuck away? Let's just say I see a text message on your phone, somebody I know you used to fuck around with. Like, not going text message say, phone, say what? Like, like, it pop up, and it say what to make you hey, boo. tuck it away? Hey, oh, boo. Okay. I, I don't know what y'all conversations are, so it's like, oh, okay. Noted. So, so we back talking to Sally. I got it. So now I need to pay attention. I need to pay attention to like, oh, he on the phone. Why? Why he keep running out the room? Uh-huh. Why the phone ring late and then like he on right? Like I'll hold on to information like that. But if I see a hey boo, I I'm gonna ask. Like, <laughs> but I, but I also know things <laughs> like I I use those type of pet names. Not with hey, my boo. male friends. Hey kid, what's up? Like I, I mean, yeah, like... I get, I get you. I, yeah, women use that a lot. Mm. I, I mean, uh, to be fair, when you're dating somebody and or in a relationship with somebody for so long, you start to learn their patterns anyway. When something is off, if it bothers you enough, speak up about it. You could be dead ass wrong. And I think some that's when you just like that's when you take that chance. You if you wrong, then say my bad. If 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 not, then get some stuff out in the open. I was talking to this man the other day who's a serial cheater, but he thinks that because he doesn't cheat often that he's okay. What? Hold on. What? Serial cheater. No, he doesn't cheat every time. He's selective of who he cheats with. But he has never been faithful in their relationship. Ever. Mm-hmm. He thinks that because like he's not out here, out here cheating with a whole bunch of women. Oh, that it's not that bad. He's he's okay. So he's one of those ones who are he thinks it's okay to have a whole so that's what you call an affair. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. Because his thing is I can't take nothing home. Like I'm telling you up front what it is. And if that's, you- a, that's called an affair. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're being selective about who you cheat. Well, he's, what he's doing, it, so he just have what you're saying is that he having multiple affairs because typically an affair is like one person that you've been entangled with. Oh, that's what with. I took it to mean. No, he bouncing around from, he, he's just selective in he's his choice. selective in who he, he fucks around with. It's so not he's a he's picky really, Correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Niggas like that. Because I feel like though there's more often it's a lot more of those type of men. Like it's a lot like, of oh, if I'm a cheat, men. I'm gonna make it good. Yeah, like I've had a married man straight up tell me like to my face, well, I mean it's not that bad because I'm not like the rest of these niggas. I'm not I'm not out here, I might cheat like once or twice a year. <laughs> Logically made that make sense. That's disgusting. And I'm thinking like these are just one-off stories. Nope. I can go down a laundry list of like. I mean, I know I know some stuff too, but yeah, it's like I, niggas will rationalize anything fucking with anybody, and because they're not the worst of the worst, this man sat there. For an hour trying to Keep in mind when people are when people are everybody does that a little bit though when they doing they dirt they try to rationalize it so they don't feel as 
yeah. dirt like while they do their dirt. Oh yo shit, dog. I'm out here trash. I'm in these streets. <laughs> Man, how many I'm, people I'm you know gonna say time. that about themselves? Cause they want to keep doing their dirt too. I mean, the thing about it when I'm out here uh, when 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 women cheat, it's always like, well, it's because uh, I only did it because it's an emotional tie. Well, no, some women out here just dropping it low for for the skull. Some you know what I'm saying? Like they 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 not it's not no emotional tie. Like they roll up on you like yeah, I got a nigga and he he doing what he doing. He don't think I know. So I'm gonna do what I do. Oh Lord, have mercy telling you human interactions with people that's why my thing is just be straight up i'm too fair of a person like hey this look this what you want to do i'm not saying i'm gonna i agree with it or i'm gonna condone it but like don't just have me out here looking stupid and think you're gonna be that nigga that's like well i only cheat every so often right why get married like why get why get into a situation where you you want to say you're in a committed relationship and come home to a wife, but you also want to fuck Sally. Mm-mm. No, niggas just don't want to die alone. That's all it is. Mm. Yeah. I, I was about to say, do you really think niggas people don't want to die alone? Into marriages thinking that way at the beginning, like, oh, like, oh, I, I plan on cheating on my wife as soon as we get back from the honeymoon. You know, you some people. I know niggas that was cheating the night before getting married. Niggas that are like, bro, I'm out here. Niggas are people. People are trash. I don't want to sit here and blame it all on men. No, you're right. People mm. are trash. All right. This is giving me anxiety. Nobody this tell. whole conversation. I need to just live, live, live for Christ until I'm out of here. Because you have to know you're going to take your L's in life and be okay with it. Yeah. Right. And I, right. And that, that I, you you right. You just that, have that's have what a, comes with the territory. You just have to have a level, a level of content and respect and and a level of trust in your mate. Where wow, the, that's what that that's the exact word that man used. Yeah. No 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 no. To to not drive you crazy is where I'm going. Like. You have to you yeah, have to be okay when that person walks out the door. Like if you're not content with your situation and mm-hmm. trust that person that you would enough that they're not gonna have you look out here looking crazy, and that's all you gotta rest on because you can find you you, you can your mind can take you a million places, oh, a million places right. on what this person could be doing. And if right. you sit and just let that run rapid, you're gonna go crazy. So I'm you just gotta up. trust. You guys just trust in your situation that this yeah. person lo- loves me. I think this person loves me enough not to have me out here looking stupid. And you got to just I, go go to sleep on that. I wish I could be that girl again. <laughs> I wish, like, I wish that I could, like, trust like that. You got to. If you're going to be, if you're going to be married, like, <laughs> you got to because. And that's why my ass still single. Cause Cause I, I'm like, that's what I read. First of all, they say <laughs> your relationship, your relationship doesn't doesn't really stand a chance unless you just go in with both feet and pray and hope for the best to be honest it's a it's it's a it's a a place it's a a position of vulnerability that a lot of people after they've been are not comfortable after they've been scorned after they've been scorned and torn and beat up they don't they don't want to don't want to relinquish that that level of vulnerability anymore and you it it takes some you got to find somebody that you're willing to be that vulnerable to because 
this person that you're married to, this person that you're married to basically has the ability to destroy you mentally, physically, and emotionally. Jeff, even go back from that, right? Piggybacking off of what you said, not even just a marriage, that has to be there before the marriage, technically, right? For y'all to even consider taking it to the next step, you have to actually just say, I'm about to dive in with both feet and pray, like you said, that you don't embarrass me. I mean, and I don't embarrass me in front of other people make me feel like trash on the inside embarrassed. But that's me. also after some calculation, though. So you're not just diving into this thing without, you know, seeing some things, yeah, uh, experiencing cool. some things with this person to make you be like, all right, you know, I, I think they, I you're think they, they, yeah, I think they care enough about me not to have me out here wild, looking wild. And I, but I, but here's the thing. I've seen it with my own eyes. Guys, they do protect I their I think wife, we all right? have. They, they protect <laughs> like, no, nah, you can't never disrespect my wife. You can't never, like, you you never going to be on the same level as my wife. And I'm not saying someone has said that to me, but like. Oh, you saying like they talking about the, the female saying that to her. Right. But I'm still just trying to hit. So like, no, what I'm, I'm talking about from the aspect of being married, right? I'm talking about from the aspect of not losing your mind and not and not being the person, the the wife or the husband on the opposite end of that of that relationship, like he talking about the person that has no proof, but still overthinks and might literally drive themselves crazy. Yeah, like like you gotta you gotta like I'm not gonna live in this world where because I know I know, I know a lot of men and women that cheat, and I just got married, but I'm not gonna let their lifestyle and what they've been through or what they do. You know, be precedent for what my life is going to be. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if so, I wouldn't have got married. Because if I think that everybody's going to respond and interact the same way, like all these hoes is the same, all, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be out here doing the same dog shit I was doing back when I was, you know, a, a young pup out here. What was the point? So I can't, I, I can't, um, I can't allow people's conversation and what the, and their experiences to judge my future. Because if I do, what was the point? Yeah, sure. Right. You can't. You you have, After you all have to live there. No, I mean I, I get no, it. No, you you no, you have to you you have to you have to be like what what huh? what's the, what is the best prediction of the future? What you mean? You trying to predict the future, what do you look to? For me? Generally speaking. I mean just to be happy in my happy. situation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know what the question you're asking. The the past is the best indication of what the future. Now, granted, can can things happen, right? Can people change? Can things be better? Sure, but if you really want to predict how the future goes, mm, nope, because you can't. Because you, you, know you can't. Nope, you can't put somebody people, else's past on somebody else's future. I can't take my fair. experiences. That's with fair. these people correct. and say they they're, we off of they're going to yeah. I can't and I can't put fair, my past people, experiences. Go ahead. Do people not evolve too though? You really don't think that right. people do evolve. People who did some young dumb shit in their early 20s can't progress and actually so so people can definitely evolve, but you're you're probably not gonna you're still never you're, you you may evolve for the next person. You're you're probably never gonna evolve for the person that you that you tore down and, and you scorned because I don't know. It, it's, it's probably mentally hard to get past that for some people. So you may evolve and be somebody different and be somebody better for this person, for the next person. But I just don't think psychologically some people, depending on what you've done to this person, 
that well, they're not going to be able to see you along. Yeah, they're not going to see. They're <laughs> yeah, not going to see you through those people. But I think that that also goes back to the same thing I always say. Like a lot of us encounter some of the same issues. It's about how you cope with it and take the lesson from it, and and move on. But a lot of people, because that pain is so deep, they they don't they feel stuck, which mm -hmm. which keeps them putting their same baggage and pain on a new person that had nothing to do with what you experienced 10 years ago mm -hmm. or your childhood trauma. All, that, that's why I think childhood trauma is such a big issue and mm -hmm. the relationships that we have now as adults because people don't now don't know how to take the lesson from it, grow from it and not repeat the same shit. Yeah. That goes in all, in all relationships though. I think it's that- how you cope with your problems. <clears throat> we are all like, life is nothing but a series of lessons, right? Just the whole- right. And Everybody don't look people, at it that way. A lot of people are like still on lessons from high school, still right. on lessons from middle school, because you're going to still continue to deal with the same problem until you mm -hmm. learn the lesson. So it's not like, oh, you could get passed through and just move on. Like you have to learn whatever it is you needed to learn in order to move forward in your relationship situation or life just in general. I'm it's so many... It's so many things I think that happen to us, like psychologically, emotionally, on a day-to-day -day basis. And you, you know how we feel like time is going by so fast, right? You're not, you're not even keeping up with the pain that you're experiencing, right? I'm a firm believer in having faith in God and prayer. You need that in all, in all scenarios of life. I'm also a firm believer in talk to somebody who does this, who sees this stuff for a living. Mm -hmm. who can help you cope through some of this pain. You could easily ruin your life by dragging on some, some pain you had when you were a kid or your previous marriage or your past relationship or you, you gotta acknowledge that it cheated on. That pain could be so tough for you. It, it's crippling. And that's all you know. So you hold on to it. You don't know how to, you don't know how to get into an uncomfortable space. And they say a lot of the happiness that we experience it comes from you getting out of your comfort zone and you trying all over again, you being uncomfortable. That's where some of the best, the best things come out of. You gotta. I think that people gotta have the wherewithal though to recognize that. Yeah, like, for sure. They need to do that. Right, because a lot of people think, just like look at um, people who still hit their kids. They feel like, oh, well, I, I was beat when I was, I was hit. Kid and I'm fine nothing's wrong with me like no to think that you have to get your get back on a child something is wrong with you you know like something something might not be right there and a lot of people do not recognize it's just a cycle of abuse because there's no I don't I mean I'm not a fan of of spanking kids and putting your hands on people like that um it, despite the fact that I do think that I'm not I'm not necessarily against what Will Smith did earlier um <laughs> But a lot of people think that like abuse is okay. Ass, so I'm gonna be yours. Yeah, like I learned, I turned out okay. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I think it depends. Um, that that whole spanking thing is another conversation. I'm not. I'm not one who believes in like using it whenever. Like just smack a kid up. Yeah. I think the punishment should fit the crime. <laughs> right, right, right. Thank you. And and to be fair, uh, a lot of in a lot of cases, or at least I I think, right? If you have that type of um, influence 
for your child in a lot of cases just you saying expressing your disappointment mm -hmm. in some in some cases might you know be enough to that might hurt your, your kids feeling to the core right you know like my my dad said that to me once and i i never forgot i'm like going on 40 i never forgot he said that that hurt my feelings mm -hmm. michelle obama wrote about that in her book like they, her parents had some expectation for them so then you know when they when they acted out or wasn't you know wasn't themselves they're like well you know right from wrong so mm -hmm. basically like you figure out why you why you made a bad choice mm -hmm. i don't need to beat you to, for you to know that you messed up you sit there and figure out why you even did it in the first place you know you were raised better than this you know you know what right mm -hmm. and you still right. chose to make this decision and i'm and that's disappointing for me yeah right but some people are like nah i gotta beat my kids and i gotta talk to them reckless I don't like, and I, I'm not a fan of also like cussing at kids, cussing in front of kids. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. Mm. Ed, the punishment fits the, I'm, yeah, that's I'm just red. Cause I know how, yeah, I know how that's froggy, that's I know how froggy these teenagers can get. That is subjective, that's true. I know how froggy these teenagers can get though. Sometimes you gotta put them in line, like, look, like you're yeah. not an adult, but I'll check you like one. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I understand that but I guess I'm talking about like small children that are out here getting beat that's the developmental years they you could screw a kid up for, for life, for life. Mm -hmm. a kid be afraid to tell you what's going on in their life because they're afraid of your response I don't yeah. I already think black people well obviously you know we raise children differently but that's been a thing for years, right? We all, they always say like, um, our parents kind of instill their fears on us. Yeah. That's like why, why so many of us millennials went to college, or well, at least that was part of the reason why I went, right? I didn't there have was no, no other option. I didn't have no option. There was no there was gap no, here for me, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, oh, you can, you can experiment for a year, figure out what you really like. No, it's like, you better apply to as many colleges as possible so you have options because you can't stay here. Trade mm -hmm. school wasn't an option. No, it was not. Learning not a craft wasn't an option. Going like, into service college none was the only option. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that it was wrong. What I am saying is there are other options out there for people. I'm saying that goes along with how well I'm talking about the black community. A lot of them, you know instill some of their fears or their lack of opportunity they're like oh you got all this opportunity like i'm scared you i don't want you to end up like me you have to do this mm -hmm. or you don't or you can't try this because that doesn't work that way you're not white you don't have all this money all these opportunities blah 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 you got an opportunity now you better take it and run with it because yep. we didn't have that when we were growing up and so many talented people are working in fields like for example this tattoo artist i go to he has a, he owns the shop, very nice shop in Ferndale. He has an engineering degree on his uh wall. And I'm like, this don't really track. Like I don't understand. <laughs> like, why didn't you get like a master's of fine or a, a art degree or something like that? Mm -hmm. And my daddy is an engineer. He hates his life, but he feels like that that's how you take care of your family. You they're mm -hmm. immigrants. He's like, you do what you need to do to take care of your family. He's like, so I got this degree for him. So you spent all of your life living under 
someone else's view, goals, hopes, and dreams for you, knowing that it's not what you want to do with your life. And I think oftentimes parents, and I'm not faulting them, right? Because we're all victims of something, right? We're all like have victims of our past. And his father probably felt like, I just need you to be able to get enough money to take care of yourself and to live your life. But he was like, I watched my father grow up. He hates his life. He hates engineering. He hates mm-hmm. what he does, but he wanted me to follow in his footsteps mm-hmm. in order for him you know, to know that I could take care of myself. He's like, yeah, I went and got it. Then I opened up a tattoo shop and I'm a bartender and I make <laughs> a lot of money. And I was like, I like you. You know what? I think um, I keep saying the black community, but I'm sure this goes further out, right? People forget to incorporate in these conversation kids. If you're going to go against the grain and do something like not be an engineer, not be a lawyer, not be a doctor, right? You're going to try to take on like one of these paths that are like very hard to succeed in type of thing. They forget to add in the work ethic part that has to come along with it. You can most definitely succeed in, in anything. You have to put the work behind it. There is no, there is no easy route, right? Going to college is not easy. Getting a job that you hate, that ain't easy either. But do it. But if you love something so much, a lot of times people are like, oh, I like to draw, or I like to do this, I like to do this. You like it, you but do you love it? Because if you don't, if you don't love it, then you just, then yeah, you might not exceed it. And if you don't put the work behind it, that I think, and that was probably a, a fear for a lot of black parents, right? Yeah, you like to do all these things but that's not gonna pay your bills you're gonna be on the street somewhere drawing pictures like don't pay bills you need to get a job you need to work (laughs) that job until you die or work it until your retirement age and that's just not the reality things like so many of them i feel like so many boomers never attempted their passion or what they're good at and their gift to the world because it was no you gotta get a job you gotta take care of your family it was a different time then too. People didn't have the luxury of chasing their dreams. For sure. Like, no, nigga, you better get this, you better get this salary job, get this health plan, this health care, uh, these benefits. Mm-hmm. Go into and the start, and start saving and, and hope you live long enough to retire. No, it's not, I, I I can't fault them for how they were raised or what they believed because they, they, I think they genuinely yeah, believe that this is what was right. And it's easy to like Monday morning quarterback or to look back and say like, Oh, well, this was wrong because you see, you see the. I'm not saying it was wrong either though. I know. It may have been right at the time. Yeah. But I mean, I also know the the time a few people who love well. what they do and went to college. i I don't see anything wrong with college, but I'm just saying overall, like that black mentality was like, you got this opportunity, like you better snatch it now because I didn't have it. Yeah. Interesting. Life, life is an interesting ride. Life is a funny thing, girls. <laughs> gotta get out here and live it. But it also has to do with um, seeing the, the, the outcome, right? So a lot of things that we have available to us now, you see the outcome that you can actually make a living through this. Like you have, mm-hmm. I'm being it's very tangible. drastic. Mm-hmm. I'm being very, very drastic, but there are people that are TikTok influencers that make millions of dollars. Hello? 
That's not drastic. Dollars. That's real. That's yeah. true. They make millions of dollars. So now we have children, and you have a kid to say, "Hey, I really have a passion for this," uh, and 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 you can see it naturally kind of oozing out of them. And you, can, of course, you help cultivate it or whatever. You you're gonna encourage them now to do this, to do. Man, you better do both. Art, to do, I mean, they, can still, of course, get, they still, of course, get I'm a firm education, believer but in you're education. not, you're not going, you're not going to say no. I mean, oh, and then if yeah, the fact yeah. of the matter, right. they don't, if they don't, if they don't want to go to school, like if you see them full fledged putting the effort and behind this throughout high school and it's growing, they get to uh, to graduation and they actually have a platform and they don't, and it's like, hey, if you, why am I going to make you put four years into school when this is something that you don't want to yeah. do? Instead of putting money behind you, getting a, a better, whatever, better equipment. They or, have a solid plan, though. You have a, right, so. You know how many high us, school students was like, I don't want to go to college and don't have a damn plan? Working on But, I, but, I, but I'm not, I'm not right. talking about that, though. That's I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the parents. Fire not to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, but I'm talking about the parents not being behind it, right? You're not going to yeah. be behind something where you don't see the, the outcome. You've never seen the mm -hmm. outcome. Or they had a friend that was a musician, or this, and they 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 the janitor down at the local high school because it never popped. Or they dated a, 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 a actress, or dated they dated these people, and it never popped for them. And then you always have that that uh, that statistic, especially about like you know guys that try to go to the league, NFL, in the NFL, or NBA, whatever. This is small, it's a small percentage that make it. You know, mm -hmm. you have 300, 400 people that enter the draft every year. What 30 some people get drafted? So, you know, not seeing you know the reality or the, the outcome of it, of course, scared. Like you you have your kid and they want to do X, Y, and Z, and it's like, no, nah, you're going to school because I know you get this degree. And 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 let's also talk about this. There was a such thing as the middle class before that existed. We don't really have a middle class right now. Like you either poor, you you either poor, you 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 kinda got it. I ain't gonna say poor, like you kinda got middle it. Middle class kind of came back. It, it may be coming oh, back. I think they're I I think one, I think the middle class is still here, is being eradicated. I think that's the goal, but I do think that there's still a middle class. Cause like I think everybody on this phone right it's now middle is middle class. Middle class. <laughs> To be fair, government standards of what they consider middle class is bullshit to me. Um, but I, yeah, like you said, I think everybody on this phone, I would be considered middle class. I think we all, we all middle class. Look at you. Shut, like shut up. Whatever you're about to say, shut your mouth. Between 42 and 126. So everybody is, might be above. Well, not I won't say everybody, but like there might be some above middle class on this uh, call. Just back to your sandwich or whatever you're eating. Aaron, Aaron ain't middle class. We all know Aaron ain't middle class. I just dropped that out there. Uh, she might be upper middle class. Why are you so? To, to everybody that's looking, Aaron ain't middle class. Why are you so tacky? Every every show, <laughs> like it never <laughs> fails. Right. right, every every show, right? He never skips a show. Like <laughs> I don't get it. And then, base. First of all, Jeff is trying to set me up for real to be single for the rest of my life because we already discussed. <laughs> <laughs> what, what men what men think about women who oh, do well in life. <laughs> oh, you set me All up. All I'm saying is, is, Tiffany, where's the lie? Where's the lie? Oh, Jeff, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> With gasoline drugs on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
mm-hmm. Jeff, like I'm gonna make sure you single and alone till you 80. <laughs> like you gonna keep just hanging out with Make us. sure don't no <laughs> man want you with your accomplished self. I'm gonna make sure don't no man want you out here. You gotta lie nowadays. Like, man, I got one job. I, I ain't doing too much. Cause you can't, right. you can't present like you doing better than these men. Got, and they hey, like, oh, be sitting there like, yeah, just wondering how I'm gonna pay my car note. Yeah. <laughs> Cause what I have learned is niggas love saving hoes. Oh, they do. They don't even give me Hey, look, I already heard Saraya. I'm about to say, here goes Saraya. <laughs> They do. They can't uh, help it. Like, like niggas love a broke bitch. Oh, <laughs> they, do. they do. This man like, told me to my baby. Like, like, I don't, I don't love none of these broke holes. <laughs> not, not, not I said the judge. We know not to. Niggas love saving hoes. They uh, love coming in thinking that they're a little, you know what? I never no, 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 no. <laughs> we don't have to problem. We ain't lying. Like, oh, you got two kids by two different two different daddies? I could take care That's of both of them. Right. Let me make you my queen. That just made you even finer to me, girl. <laughs> you need me? You need me to pay your cell phone bill? Here go $40 for Metro PCS, girl. Get your phone. <laughs> that is a real thing, no matter what a woman makes, though. They always say that is one thing for a man to, like, really feel like a man comfortable and safe in a relationship he has to feel needed yeah for sure but i think that and needed not in a way like do women yearn for the feeling to be needed i think they focus on different things but a man like but many women need it with like financial financially right which is why the broke holes But you you could be needed and it not be financial, yeah. right? But we just talking about what resonates with a, with a man though, because a lot of them, a lot of them base their worth on how much money they make. Facts. So if my girl make just as much money as me, then where where the hell do I go? I'm not saying that's right because I think that's something that you need to deal with on your own. That's something you need to fix because the woman could absolutely love you to death. Yep. Be your ride or die, but just because you don't feel like you being needed in the way that you thought you should, that ain't that relationship ends up not working out for you. But has society developed men in that way, or we just that way? Oh, I think society has definitely for sure. I mean, look Uh, at the way look uh, at the way women talk. You don't think that's a societal thing? I think that, but there's men out here that are evolved enough to be with a woman who makes more money than them and it not be like oh, oh, yeah. in a relationship. Some. So yeah, right. So I'm saying, so yeah. is that society? Are those guys more evolved? Or is it- Maybe they're more self-aware. As, as my wife would say, two things can be right. Some have evolved, some are still living behind those, those principles. Yeah. I don't know. It's a new day, and, and black women are out here shining, making a lot of money, doing a lot of special things. Mm-hmm. The fact that, like, you have to still cater to a man's like, "I'm poor. I need you." Just <laughs> make him feel better about himself. 
I like fancy shit and I like nice things. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get it with or without his ass. Look, we know too. These purses get involved with or without you, my love. Like, <laughs> so are these trips? So are these trips? Sis. These trips getting taken. Oh, uh, yeah. Nigga, see you taking trips. You don't want nothing to do with it. Are you affording <laughs> all that? Why? <laughs> Did I ask for a dime? You must, you must be going with some other nigga. <laughs> Somebody else got to be paying for it. No, these, 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 I pay for everything here. He's my check. You're like, uh, sir, I have a whole job. What, uh, you, what you doing? But also, you have to go into the fact that there are some women that are out here leading with that. What can you do for me? So, with that being the case, it's not always just a guy leading with his pocket. They come into the conversation with, you know, a couple weeks you, into date, a couple no, a couple weeks into dating, my phone bill ain't this. Little JoJo needs some papers. Right. You, you know, JoJo. like so that that that, that <laughs> happens too. That's true. Because huh? a lot of women you know, do think that men are like, you taking me out, you need to take care of my pay for my babysitter, mm-hmm. pay to get my they, hair. They done. they they thrive on that. Oh, you supposed to be the provider? Like you see memes all the time. I don't understand. Why um uh we we splitting all the bills down the side down the middle, we roommates. Mm-hmm. Why 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 I gotta do this and why I think we had this conversation. Yeah, why I gotta yeah, do this? He's supposed to pay for everything. I'm supposed to do what I want to with my money. He's supposed to be a provider, he's supposed to do all this, he's supposed to do all that. You no, have a lot I'd of be people. single if I was if I was a man. <laughs> You have I'm, a lot of females coming into the relationship like that. Like, no, you're supposed I, to yeah, take care of everything. I don't like it. I never, I never, I was I never for that. I think that people have like a viewpoint in their head of the opposite sex and how they should operate, but they mm-hmm. don't articulate that viewpoint. And they just like, so when you, when you don't do the things that this person's looking for, then you a bitch or you, a, you all type <laughs> of names. You're less than as a person because you're not paying all the bills. When in reality, like he he could make so much less than you and can't necessarily afford it, but he's a good mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. I think somebody somebody made a com- somebody made a comment that we should within the first first couple of dates that you should really address what is your aspect or expectation of opposite sex because we all have an expectation, like Tiffany just said. Like some people live in a, in the house where. I want my man to be a provider. I don't, you know, I don't want to have to worry about this and the third, and that's what I want. And you, there are guys that want to do that. So those people need to pair up. And you have some. <laughs> you, like, they, hey. I think we might be talking about the same post because they was like, if you want a man to go pay all your bills, there are some out there that want to do that. Go find them. Yeah. Yep. And then there, there are some women. There are some women that don't want you to pay all the bills. They want to have their own you know, you know, and in, independence and whatever yeah. the case may be. Those people need to pair up. But the problem is, is that you're not having those real conversations from the jump or nowhere, not even not even just from the jump. Nowhere, there's never, it's never happening. There's always an expectation that's, un, that's unspoken and everybody's getting mad off of some shit that I don't even know that you want. Like, I don't get why he not paying all the bills. Well, so it's like, did you tell him that was your expectation from jump? Or you said what you needed to say to keep him on the hook? Right. Now you married or right. in this relationship. And, and you're not expecting you, you to get your ass up and work when he go too. Right. right. It, wasn't it an article we read about something where they, they was together and somebody brought it to, to one of the shows where they were together 
And then somebody either didn't get a job or quit their job. And it was like, the, I think the husband, somebody had an expectation that, oh, you were supposed to do X, Y, and Z, and you're not doing that. And they ended up getting a divorce because that person didn't follow through with a, a qualification they didn't know they had. What, they a, got a divorce because of it? Yeah, they got a divorce because of it. I think, I think that right now we live in a world where we have too much access and the internet has made the world, it's a beautiful thing, but also it's sort of detriment. It has made the world a a very small, yes. It's made it a very small place. So whereas you used to get married back in the day, like you married in your area, you married pretty much like somebody had, you got a frame of reference for somebody. Now mm-hmm. I feel like people are so quick and so easy to leave a marriage, to leave a committed relationship because they feel like it's better out here. And the better mm-hmm. you're viewing is someone's highlight reel on Instagram right. or on social media. Well, right. her man taking care of her, her man doing X, Y, and Z for her, but you also don't know what she's putting up with from that man. You right. only see the highlight reel. You only see like the, the things that she wants you to see and you compare your life to that and you leaving a solid man who's going to take care of you, who loves you to find something that, that does not exist. This makes me think of, so remember at the beginning of the Bible, right? Adam and Eve didn't even know they were naked, mm-hmm. right? Until they, until they ate the fruit. Then they started knowing what, what sin was basically, right? They were oblivious to it. That's kind of what the internet is to me in a way. That's why I called it a double-edged sword. The internet opens up things to us that we probably wouldn't have even thought about, mm-hmm. but now we yeah. have the ability to compare and contrast, right? And mm-hmm. now I'm looking at Anso's relationship and I'm like, well, we ain't doing that. We ain't going on no trip. We not doing this. We not having dinners every Friday night. We not X, Y, and Z all doing all this comparing. Right. But if there was no internet, I wouldn't know what the hell y'all would Not even just that, Friday but what night. you don't know, I think Tiffany just said, that they going home and sleeping in different bedrooms or not even going home together or Hello? going home or to a... Uh, he got three kids on the side on her and she right. helping raising kids that's not hers. Right. That he had within the confines of their marriage, but she had to know. Yeah, you, 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 you... People be forgetting, right? A lot of times people are posting things because they need a confidence... This is a, a confidence booster for them. The likes, the people saying relationship goals, all these other things. Your relationship could be trash. And that is the best thing about it right now. You getting 250 likes in an hour because you're people never, are admiring your, your terrible relationship. They don't know the details of it. Validation. You're right. never going But it's to... making you okay. It's getting you through one more day with this man or woman. You're because never it looks, going because it to compare. Good. You're never going to compare are every day to somebody's highlight reel like how does that work how does that work you you go through somebody's timeline it's a highlight reel but the brain is a crazy thing and social media is a crazy especially when you look at it every day it's not like we look it becomes your reality right so it is it's fucking with your brain and it's making you don't even know it like Mm. they always out of town man they mm-hmm. always eating at someplace nice. Man, mm-hmm. I got, I'm on a budget over here. I can't and I got to cook for this nigga budget. Monday through Friday. I can't remember the last time we went out on a date. All of this nonsense. Mm-hmm. I already know that's how some of these conversations go. But the sad part is that if you look at those dates, you know, the motherfuckers be far and few in between apart. 
and not even that sometimes some some people just flood you with their year at one time i know and you thinking you know what i'm saying it's a collection of 365 days somebody will post a post a picture and then put the hashtag tbt and you think they just went out today mm. you run into this them is at the back thursday from from three years ago them yeah. niggas ain't went nowhere Mm-hmm. But the thing is, nobody. I thought you was out of town. Nobody <laughs> right. Like, no, I'm at work. <laughs> All they see is, I want these things in life. Everyone else seems to have them. I need to figure out how to get them. And if the man mm-hmm. I'm with can't provide it, it seems like it's men out here that's willing to. Nope. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is why they are at a cost. At a cost okay. you're not willing to pay. They are. It's all first of all, relationships ain't about nothing but what you're willing to put up with. Everybody got some kind of flaw, and you're gonna have to compromise in some way, shape, or form. You're not gonna like everything about your partner. It is what it is. Ain't nobody perfect. But people will easily leave a good thing, possibly, because they're busy looking at what somebody else is doing. And then when you get your version of what that somebody else is doing, you're worse off. And and people tend to think like, oh man, John over there doing that for Sally. I'm gonna go take John. But uh, realize oh, John was doing point. that for Sally because of how he felt about Sally. Mm-hmm. You got John the wrong way, and John ain't doing none of that shit for you. Mm-hmm. And now you out here trying to figure out what that is. Why you ain't getting it? He, he was doing all this stuff before. He must be a broke nigga. No, John loves Sally. He just fucked around and messed up with you. Mm-hmm. So one of my one of my guilty pleasures is that I try to support Tyler Perry's stuff. So, really? I commend yeah. that. Wow. I try to support his stuff. It's hard. You're the only man it's, I ever heard to say that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very hard sometimes. So you got the I new, mean, my circle ain't that big, but I don't know nobody. Certain things I don't like. The oval, like some things are just too too soap opery. I just can't do. So some of the little sitcoms he has, I think, like the brothers, the sisters, and all that. I, I try to keep up with it, and and like the meet meet the whatever. So I try to I try to support. So on, I think sisters is the situation where this chick was in with with was with a guy for like three years. Uh, she got with him. He had just got out of jail. And, and he just, you know, really he had a dead end. I ain't gonna say dead end, but he had a job that he didn't seem like he was inspired to move up. And she was always supporting him and she was coming out a whole lot of money. And it was just like she was just taking care of him, right? So they eventually broke up, broke up, done, done, whatever. It was over. So he uh, meets this new woman. And from jump, she didn't want nothing from him. She just saw a guy down bad and wanted to help. So she uh, told him about this program that was for ex-cons that would you know, help him get in a position where he can, you know, get his money up. Help, you know, referred him to the program, you know, ended up like helping him get to the program because he was riding around on a bike. And their relationship started to grow. Like she started to just like support him and give him encouraging words and just, just be, you know, be a support system. She like initially wasn't even checking for him. But just be a support system. She said she saw something in him that she felt that you know he could be he he had he had good potential. So she just kept supporting him, supporting him, supporting him, supporting him, supporting him. So he in the program. The program is like a construction type thing where you help. They help you. 
you know, get your own house and start, you know, renovating them and, and kind of getting to, you know, contracting and things of that nature. So off the first deal he did, he made like $12,000, like big, you know, that's, that's amazing. You know, he got a little job making minimum wage. So he was able to make $12,000 a couple months past. And he like, you know, this is crazy. This is amazing. So he ends up um, at his job because he still had his regular job, um, falling into some situation that was basically insider trading, but he didn't know. He don't know nothing about stocks and bonds, whatever, but lady gives him a tip. Hey, you got some money you want to put it into this. So he does it. Hits big for like 1.2 million. Life change, right? So now he starts to, you know, he don't know that he necessarily did nothing wrong, but that happens. That comes out later on the show. But however, he starts to move different, you know. Um, you know, he, he 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 quits his job. He starts looking into real estate more. He buys his um, home. He buys a new car. He like his his glow up, as you all may say, has happened. He's starting to, you know, to prosper. And the relationship with the new chick is 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 like he's really feeling her because even still, she still don't want nothing from him. She's still just supporting them, being there for them and giving them encouraging words, whatever, whatever. And it's like a newfound spirit, right? To make a long story short, the old chick sees all this growth, sees everything that's happening, like sees him getting this new car, the new job, the everything. And basically, she like, it's not fair. It, it's not she, fair. She, she was with him. How, I was with, him, I was with him when he didn't have nothing. Mm -hmm. How is it that? she's benefiting from everything that I, all the work I necessarily put in. And it was funny because her friends was basically telling her like, that's not your situation. Like he's different. Like it, it's, it's something different there. She's coming at him different. She's treating him different. Like every time they would get into it, she would be like, you ain't shit. You were, you know, you were kind of, she would always down him and never yeah, really that, give him no, that makes me no support. <laughs> Yeah. Never supported him, never gave him any nothing. Like it was just always he never th he never thought he could do anything better than what he was doing. So now he's getting this and he's just like flourishing. And um so some happened in the in the, in the uh, another thing happened in the midst of his 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 transition, his growth. They still going back and forth. Of course, it's still it's still passion, it's history there. They get into it, they fuck, right? Now, this is before he got serious with the new girl. Like, they were still kind of casual. So, the old chick and him fuck. She comes up and she's pregnant and she, she's messing with a new guy. So, she tries... Listen. It comes up that she's pregnant, right? But here's, this is the funny thing. She, she had two-minute sex with the old guy and she's messed with the new guy several times, right? She keeps pushing the issue that it's the old guy's baby. It's his baby. I know it is. Of course. It's not like what makes sense. Like the, the math don't add up. Like I'm looking at it like, let's go get a test. Oh, I'll get a test soon. You know, it's not your baby. It's not your baby. So it seems to her friends like, are you just trying to have a tie to this man? And, and eventually came out. She was like, I can't let him go. It's not fair. How was he doing all this stuff with her? Why is she doing it? What is she doing? Like, that why? Ego. Like, yeah, it was like, it's, it's not fair that she's getting him at his best when I had him at his worst. I deserve this. I deserve this money. I deserve this house. I deserve these cars. I deserve these things. Why does she get them? But the thing that she's missing is that she never supported him in the way that this woman had. This woman ain't gave him- Why do you kids. deserve the benefits from someone else's success? Because they, they he had to still put the work in. Yeah, he did. 
She, she, have you, okay, so that's fair, but have you ever seen a situation where you supported a man? <clears throat> a a bum-ass nigga and he end up glowing up. <laughs> no, not, a, not a bum-ass nigga. A nigga who's like pretty decent, but like was rough around the edges and needed like proper support. They needed retooling and you were capable of that. So like you did their work. You supported them. You changed. That don't sound them. like that's what she did, though. Yeah. It sounds like she was very unsupportive. I understand that, but I'm asking a question. <laughs> In that situation, it's not the same as that, but I can understand how someone who put in all of that type of work to build. Feel like I should get something. And I don't, I don't. Or I should get the best version of you since I helped you like, become your best self. I got the shitty Don't you got to move it? Ain't acrimony? Ain't acrimony that same situation? I never saw that. I heard it was good though. Yeah, watch it. It's it's the it's the yeah, scenario I don't that you. It's good, but it was the same situation. It's 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 the same scenario that you're painting, Tiffany. Like you, she was with a man. He was a, a, a inventor, engineer, and she like gave up everything, like uh, mortgaged her her parents' house several times over, investing in his everything, and she got to a point where she was just fed up. She couldn't do it no more, and as soon as she was like gave up on him. They broke up and he hit. But is that like getting up from the table too early? I mean, it depends on like why y'all broke up. So he hit. Now, mind you, now here, here's, the, here's the sad part. This is where it got crazy. He hit and came back and paid her back everything everything she invested into him. Like, you know, I, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You didn't have to do He gave her like a couple million, like boom. But she, I guess she ain't no point in me watching the movie. You wouldn't <laughs> watch it anyways. The movie. I was thinking about it. Yeah, she she wasn't gonna watch it. So I mean, I know, um, I know, but I just I heard. So you weren't gonna watch it. So why why are we even having this conversation? So um, (laughs) he gave her like a whole bunch of money, but she wasn't satisfied with that. She wanted the life that this new chick was living. He paid her back for everything. You understand? You think that's crazy? That she wanted the life that that old girl was living. Mm I mean, I, I can see how she feels that she deserves it. But I can it, see it subconsciously. It's just not something I love. I don't I don't set you up. Like you, you, you good now. Like if you can go live whatever life that you want to live, it'd be different. If she, to me, I didn't see the movie, and I don't know if this is the case, but it's not so much about the money. Like she did it out of love, but it's the yeah. fact that like I loved you, I wanted this life with you. It didn't work, and now like. You're you're in somebody a somebody else provide this life, and we could live this life perfectly, but now somebody else is in that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that seemed hurtful. But, but you walked, you walked away from that position though. Sure. I know why. I know sure. why you walked away. Right, you were fed up. Like you couldn't do it no more. I, it, like, and he said all this, you know, in in so many so many words. Like he understood. That's why he came back and. I think he bought her house because the house got foreclosed on. He bought her, her parents' house back to give it to her, gave her some money. He tried to make amends. Like, but because she walked away, that hurt him in a certain way. Like, you know, you was here for it all and, and you gave up on me. So like that love, that that kind of, you know, put him in a way. So it's, uh, some time had passed a, a little bit before he hit. But when he hit, he was in a new situation. I don't know. That's, that seems real tough. That seems very tough. 
Like I can understand in the, the situation, the Tyler Perry thing, she didn't pour into that man. She did nothing for him, but tear him down. So I understand why she's not, she kind of not owed anything. But the woman who's like, I'm right there with you. You swinging, we back to back. Like we fighting our way out of this and whatever happens and somebody has to step away and just seeing, I don't know, that could be. It's still a choice. Now that'd be different if he left her. Mm-hmm. But like Jeff said, she still chose to walk away. Yeah. I mean, granted, like it was, it was well, backwards to the wall. Everything we do in relationships is a risk anyway. Yeah, but still like at a certain point, like if I've been supporting you 20 years and it hasn't popped and we can't push through, we can't figure it out and you still hell bent on this goal. At a certain point, I understand you got to cut your losses because you can walk away from somebody you love. I think you need to um, own up to your shit though. You, you just, like, so just like I said, I could understand that emotionally, subconsciously, like I could like stew about it at home. Am I gonna be mad and say something about it out loud? No, cause I sound foolish. Cause I left you. And am I gonna come to you and actually like really try to say something to you about it, about the life you living without me? Hell no. Cause you're gonna be like, well, you right. left me. Right. right. Cause if I was him, I'd be right. like, you walked out on me. You had the opportunity to still be here and you chose right. otherwise. Okay, but let's just. Well, I get the feeling, way. but I don't think you should act. You, some things you just gotta, you just gotta sit with and and take the, take what come with, the consequences of your actions. Long story short, at the end, everybody had to, had to die. Just let y'all know. <laughs> she took everybody out. Spoiler alert. Okay, <laughs> maybe I will watch it. She uh, took everybody out. It was so poorly <laughs> shot. I will just say that. Yeah, <laughs> she, she, she took. She took everybody. Like, she was. Like she was hell bent. You, if I can't have you, can't nobody have you. That's crazy. That's absurd. You know it's also absurd though, Tiffany. You telling a nigga what they did February twenty sixth <laughs> at ten o two p.m. I'm good with dates anyway. <laughs> In general, I'm there. You like it's no real effort for me. <laughs> Ain't nothing to me. Hey, listen. Remember that the, one the, night, remember? The, how calm, how calm he was in that scene was just, just blew me away. He was like, "Yeah, on January 13th, you know, you came in and um, put your clothes out in a different way. I never saw you do that. Yeah, that was weird. And I'm like, what? And he was like, "You came home and you had this smell about you. And I couldn't really pinpoint it. People, but you that's came an home and, person. And you made love to me." Like you oh, never yeah. made love to me before. Yeah, I said, he did, didn't he? This shit yeah. at home, Jeff, because you know, you like, you know, that made me, that made me uncomfortable. Do you hear me? It didn't hit home. It was just, a, it was a great scene. Like, <laughs> it, was, it, it was a great scene. Like that, that was crazy. Like he, he was Dude. real calm. She came in. That made me with. uncomfortable for her. I I'm like, he had to take this bitch out. <laughs> I'm like, he was so, he observed his person. He was like, he was like, because he started off, he's like, I love you. I under, I love you. I love everything about you. I, I, I know your heartbeat. When it, Which when couple it, was this? This, this was Tyler, Tyler Perry and Old Girl. Tyler He's like, I know your heartbeat. I know when something is different. <laughs> I said, that? <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, oh, he loves love you. He, he okay. loves her. He said, I know when you're. I know when you excited. Niggas don't be that invested. I said, <laughs> nah. Nah. score. A Here we go. A woman score. Here we go. They can't be invested now. No, <laughs> no. Hey, listen. If you you ever watch I, the ID channel, the nigga that do that, they ready to take you out. It's <laughs> real life, not no Tyler Perry movie. They they've been watching your every move. They kill for that type of love. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I feel like we, we went a, around the world and back like a few times tonight. Oh, we did. Definitely, it was a good conversation. And we have definitely reached that time. It's two hour mark. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. And I, I got to get up at the crack of dawn. So I uh, appreciate everybody riding with us if you roll with us. And uh, I hope yeah, you I got something from this. No, I'm gonna drop it. Everybody else be dropping two, three. That dog on game interview was like five hours. They <laughs> dropped it. The whole thing. Dropped it. Dropped oh, but it. I want you to cut my little part off because I was wrong. But I, well, I acknowledge that. I was wrong. <laughs> you, you was did. wrong about what? Because because I think somebody else posted. I'm seeing it too. Yeah, I'm seeing it. Everybody. Yeah, you didn't fact check it. You I gotta verify it before I'm out here just saying wrong shit. Now, because like a lot of people posted it saying it's, it's from him. <laughs> But you know, I don't know. However, we appreciate you taking this ride with us, and um, you know, uh, stay close to your loved ones, man. You know, and they may be going through some things, and hello, you know, be honest with what's what's going on in your reality, so it don't ex- explode on places where you don't want it to explode, and um, you know, check on each other. However, um, this is your man Jay Liz. This is the Coach of Cure. This is your coach. Be a part of the Cure, please. Thank you.